Good morning and welcome to Sunday Morning with Love and Action. I am Ken Tuck. Thank you for joining me today. I hope everybody is doing well on this Sunday morning. And this morning, I have a special guest in the studio. Now, the last time you heard this guest on the radio with me, we were in Kathmandu, Nepal. Nepal, yes. And uh, we're also in Dongaree. That's right. Yeah. Jim Landley. Dr. Jim Landley is in the house today. So, Jim, thanks for being here, bro. Hey, it's a, really a pleasure to be here with you, Ken. Uh, I always like uh, having these conversations with you. They're very uplifting and uh, just appreciate your your goodness to me. This time, the listeners won't hear bus horns or car horns in the in the background or anything like that. As it was in, uh, especially in Dongaree, uh, Nepal, when we were recording. Right, no monkeys in the street, <laughs> no cows walking around the building. Uh, can't wait to record from there again. Yeah, though, man. Uh, <laughs> it was fun. Looking forward to getting back to Nepal. Uh, I pray in the near future. But yeah. uh, uh, man, international ministries, uh, love and action is an international ministries. Most of y'all who are listening, especially if you live in the Dothan uh, Wiregrass area, you know love and action from the work we do with the homeless and with the, those who are living in poverty here in our community. And we praise God for the opportunities to do that because we're, we're supposed to be ministering at home. And uh, I remember when Mike Schroeds and I first, Lord put this ministry on our hearts, we said, uh, we both agreed and said, if we if we don't minister to people in our own hometown, we, we don't have a right to go anywhere else. Amen. And, yeah. and, and we've kept that. And of course, Acts 1-8 confirms that. <laughs> and the international side has just really grown over the years. And I'm praying it's about to explode in a good way. And so we're going to talk about that and, and what Jim and Keitha, their involvement now being 100% with LIA. Yes. With Love Grateful and Action. to God. And so uh, we're going to talk about all that today and what's coming up and what's going on uh, international. So I hope you'll stay tuned in because this is exciting, exciting stuff. Uh, before we do, though, Jim, I'm going to ask you if you would open us up in prayer. Okay, let's pray. Father, I thank you so much for this day. I thank you for the rain we've had. It's just further proof of your, your common grace to everyone that your rain falls on, on the just and the unjust. I thank you, God, for the sunshine and uh, just for your creation. I thank you for Jesus and for the grace that comes only through him. I thank you for your mighty kingdom work that you're doing all around the world, not just in Dothan through the homeless, but also what you're doing in the 1040 window. And so, God, we praise you and we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your grace and your mercy. And we thank you just for you, just for who you are, God, that we can trust you, that you keep your promises, and that you love us every day. And so we thank you for these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, brother. In case you don't know, uh, Jim and his wife, Keitha Landley, are part of Love and Action Ministries, and they are the directors of our 1040 Window Ministry, which we'll explain to you what 1040 Window means, because you may not know that. But they are now full-time with Love and Action, and right now they're in Dothan, but they are about to head back over to Asia. But real quick, just, um, you know, Jim, the, the time you and Keith uh, have been back in the States, uh, d- uh, December, right? That's right. And, uh, you know, we've just had a wonderful time. I know y'all have had a great time with family and friends and, and seeing people. And But, you know, you and I have got to watch the college football playoffs together. We did. A championship game that didn't really go the way we were hoping. No, and whoever made that call to go up the middle, I want to talk to them. <laughs> That's right. That's an issue. <laughs> and Well, they're not 
with the team anymore. But uh, that's right. Um, but we, but uh, and then we got to watch Super Bowl together. So on on the entertainment side, we've had a good time. But it's just been a blessing having y'all back stateside. And now it's it's time for y'all to head back overseas. So that's let's right. uh, let, let's kind of paint that picture of what it looks like. First of all, Jim as director of 1040 Window Ministries for Love and Action. Um, again, explain for everybody what that 1040 window is. Okay, so what is the 1040 window? The 1040 window is a rectangular area of North Africa, the Middle East, and Asia between 10 degrees north and 40 degrees north latitude. And so this is often called the resistant belt because it's the most densely populated area of countries that are the most resistant to Christianity. And so the majority of them are Muslims, Hindus, and Buddhists, and a good bit of animists. And these are people who, the animists are people who believe that there are gods in the trees and in the river and things like that, animal, that's the area. And we are blessed to be involved in the 1040 window for a number of years now, actually. And something cool happened uh, just a few weeks ago, Jim, that we were able to be a part of it as we put together a Zoom meeting and brought together our lead pastors. We work with a lot of brothers and sisters in these countries, but we, there's lead pastors in each country. But there we had 13 pastors from eight different countries, and we were able to, for the first time, everybody got to see each other. Yeah, because uh, uh, they they hear us talking about hey our, our brother Prasad in India or Pastor June in Philippines and then all, everybody else they hear us talk about it, but they've never seen each other and now they right. have and just had an awesome time of encouragement and prayer and again just meeting each other and encouragement it was just an awesome time and so um, the countries that we're currently ministering in with indigenous pastors and missionaries are the Philippines, China, Myanmar, used to be Burma, Pakistan, India, Nepal, Thailand, and back over here on this side of the world, Haiti, with Brother Pierre and Give Us Hope Mission. And so, man, what what just an awesome opportunity to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through acts of compassion like we do here, but get to do it in these other countries, and most of them are in the 1040 window amongst people who have never ever heard the gospel before it's just it's exciting to to share the good news with them an opportunity for people to hear and give their lives to the lord i'll never forget the time that uh, i was in china and i had the opportunity to go up into the mountains and to meet what we uh, used to call an unengaged people group and that those are people that as far as we know in the history of their people they have never heard the gospel no one's ever brought it to them and i'll never forget sharing the gospel with this one particular area, in this one particular area, with this one particular village, and one of the village leaders saying to me, oh, I think I've heard of this Jesus guy. Doesn't he live like in a village on the other side of the mountain? And I was like, well, maybe spiritually, but no, not, not physically, but here, here, here's who he is, you know, and just being very surprised that they had no idea, right. like they didn't know the story or anything. And then to see those folks hear the story, like the creation to Christ story, you know, lay down a foundation for why, you know, who the one true God is and how he created everything and the fall, the rebellion, and then finally the need for Christ. And to see those folks, like the light go on and them say, wow, this makes sense. I need this. I want this. And then see them come to faith and then see their lives change. is just an amazing, amazing experience. Amen. That made me think about the store manager in Nepal as we shared the gospel with them. You shared the creation to Christ. Grace, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I had a mind blank. Creation to Christ with them. And, and he thanked us for sharing 
something he had never heard of before. Right. And so that's just, that's, that's awesome. That's why we do what we do, because people need to hear the gospel, because there is a heaven, there is a hell, and we got to have Jesus. Amen. And, and to live forever with our Heavenly Father. So, Jim, you and Keith are about to head back to Asia mm-hmm. right now. So um, let's let folks know what's going on and where we're about to, to, to end up at, and then we'll talk about where we're going from there. Okay. So we are currently in uh, Thailand, where we uh, did a lot of evangelism to tribal groups up in mountains along the Myanmar-Thai border. We did some work with uh, refugees uh, that are fleeing the fighting in Burma and heading toward the Thai border and uh, helping with things like food and clothing and, of course, the gospel. And then uh, we also were doing some pastoral training and some discipleship training and, of course, a lot of evangelism. And so we were involved in a lot of different things, you know, uh, even in the expat community there in Thailand. These are people that have moved from, like, uh, uh, England and Germany and other places that have actually moved to Thailand to retire. You know, no one's reaching them. And so we felt like we needed to go and, and see, you know, seek them out and uh, make genuine friendships with them and have an opportunity to you know, share the love of God there. So that's, we're transitioning now from this place to another place in the Philippines. And um, the reason why is because uh, the Lord put it on our heart that um, this particular area we're going to has a real need for what we're doing. Uh, in Thailand, where we are, there's lots of folks doing similar things that we're doing there. Uh, but in the particular place we're going to, there's actually a real need for what we do because not a lot of people, are, if any, are actually doing what we're doing in Thailand there. And so uh, when we go there, we'll be doing pastoral training, discipleship training. Uh, we'll be doing evangelism among Muslim people and others. And uh, we'll be doing maybe raising up an indigenous missionary force that can then go to other places like uh, some of these places we go to, uh, Pakistan, Sudan, uh, I mean, uh, Pakistan and Nepal and places like that. And so a um, lot of work. It's a big pioneering work, I would say. And we're hopeful that in the future we'll be able to get some land and build a building and establish a, a foundation for love and action in this particular place uh, that would provide opportunities for others to come short term and long term to work along with us. And Martha and I are so excited. Our, our board of directors are so excited, too. Uh, we, we love the Philippines and these brothers and sisters. Uh, we have known for, gosh, about 13 years now, 12 wow. or 13 years now, and, and ministered with. Um, and, and, you know, Jim did mention there, there's Muslims that they'll be ministering to, and you'll also find animus that you'll minister to over yes. there. Um, quick story about the animus is I remember one time over there, uh, Brother Pierre, uh, was with us, and me and him went. We were the first foreign missionaries to ever go to this really rural village that you have now been to. Uh, you and Keith have been to this village now. But, you know, they their god was the god of the river. Mm. That's a, that's an animist. They they were worshiping the god of the river. And so I, I like to say, well, we just walked all over that <laughs> fake, fake god because we hadn't walked through those rivers to get to them. And a lot of people got saved when we baptized people. Yep. That You know, the gospel is growing there. Uh, our indigenous brothers and sisters have been doing a whole lot of work. I, I don't take credit for that. It all goes to God. But, you know, that's that. those are areas that now we can help provide discipleship. That pastor who, who was there in, in that village, he can now get some pastoral training. Because what, one thing that happens is, and Jim, you can expand on this, it's like, for example, in Nepal or Philippines, wherever we, we go, somebody in, in some rural area where there's, they've never heard Jesus before comes to the Lord, they put their faith in Jesus. So now what? 
there's no church within miles and miles and miles from where they're at. So they're like, okay, what do we do now? And while our brothers and sisters are great at evangelism, it's that discipleship part of, of the ministry, the, the Great Commission, that's really needed. And so in the pastoral training and everything, so that's, that's what uh, we're, we're able to bring in now. And, and you and Keith are leading that up. Yeah, we've been at this for quite a long time. Uh, been in missions personally 26 years, and uh, Keith has spent eight years in a row going to some pretty remote places in Zimbabwe and Mozambique. And so, and of course, I've been uh, in the upper part of Africa, the Sudan, Uganda, um, Congo areas, working with Lugbara people and others. So we've been at discipleship both here when I pastored in Florida and then also overseas in China and other places. And why is that important? I mean, uh, people say, well, you know, if they've prayed, uh, at least they're getting into heaven. You know, what more do you need than that, right? That seems to be sort of the kind of the idea out there. But think about this. Think about Paul. He's in Corinth, and he encounters this, this husband and wife, Aquila and Priscilla, right? And they spend a year with him or so, and he's training them. They're working together. He's pouring into them. They obviously come to faith in Jesus. And then the next thing you see, he's taking them to Ephesus. And then while they're in Ephesus, because of all the good training they got, they're able to correct somebody there. Paul leaves them there. They become part of leadership. And then later we read in one of Paul's letters that the whole church in Asia is grateful to them. I want you to think about that. The whole church in Asia at that time is grateful to Aquila and Priscilla because of their influence, because of their discipleship, because of their evangelism. And what started that? Time with Paul. Time with Paul, right? And look at the disciples, right? Three years and change with God on earth, and look what they did, right? Right? What if they didn't? What if they didn't have that time? What if they just, hey, Jesus, what's up? There's nothing else. They don't know what to do. They have no direction. They don't know where to go. And so what we provide is that spiritual, biblical direction of discipleship so they know what to do, how to do it, and then how to have a, a you know, so fulfillment, right, right. in their purpose and their faith. Right. And helps them to carry out the Great Commission in their lives. And it's like Paul was telling Timothy in, in 2 Timothy 2.2 2, that, okay, this is Ken's translation, but, you know, <laughs> Timothy, I've taught you everything I know. Now you go and teach others what I've taught you. And, and that's what Jesus tells us to do. He says, go and make disciples of all nations, baptize them in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit, and to teach them, right? To obey. To obey. All that Christ taught. Yes. And so we want to live out the Great Commission, and that's also helping others to live out the Great Commission. And so that that's how the gospel spreads and spreads right. and spreads. And that's why we have the gospel today, because Somebody came to the United States many years ago. <laughs> I, I don't think you were quite born yet, Jim, were you? Uh, I think I was still chasing pterodactyls. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and they shared the gospel, and people shared the gospel. And somebody shared the gospel with me, and then I'm able to share the gospel with others and, yeah. and, and to make those disciples. And that is so key. And it's also something that, that our brothers and sisters there are hungry for. Yeah. That's right. When we were there in Nepal, if I think this is right, correct me if I'm wrong, Ken, but we were supposed to have like uh, 15 pastors and their wives come to this training, and uh, something like 68 showed yeah. up, and we were like, oh, okay, it's double, more than double, that's all right, it's all good, and then just some of the things they wanted us to teach, like on evangelism, like we taught them the creation of Christ story, and we, we told them why it was important, and then we challenged them to go out and do it. And man, those testimonies the next day about them sharing and, and people understanding, and I think some folks came to faith, right. and how excited they were afterwards that, oh, here's a great tool. 
other things that we we show them about, uh, you know, how to take the, a Bible passage and kind of figure out what it's all about, and then how to be able to use that that passage to preach or to teach out of all those things that we were able to pass on to them that most people just take for granted. They just grabbed onto it and said, "This is valuable. We need this. We're going to use it." And so. I'm just excited and very humbled, I need to say this, very humbled that um, Love and Action would give my wife, Keith, and I the opportunity to go to these places and come alongside, and I really mean that, come alongside, not over them, not under them, but come alongside them and work with them hand in hand to give them the tools that they need so that they can be successful in the kingdom. Yes, amen, and, and that's what it's about. We, we want to see the gospel spread to the nations because we know um, Matthew twenty four fourteen that the end will come when Jim, when all the nations have heard. That's right, and so and, and he's not talking about Russia or China or the United States. He's talking about people groups, right? And and that make up all these different nations that we, the term that we use these days, and the areas that we are so so fortunate, so blessed to be in are areas where. That the gospel just happened, you know, India. They've now passed China in population, mm-hmm. and so. But but look at those two countries. We're blessed to to be able to come alongside pastors in both of those countries, which make up nearly half the population of the right. world. Right, it's pretty mind blowing. You think <laughs> about it, isn't it, and and then Pakistan. We know they're they're usually in the top five of the most persecuted countries. And so to come alongside our persecuted brothers and sisters who have a desire, who, who say, oh, persecution is normal, we keep going. And, you know, come alongside them and to, and to help them proclaim the gospel, help them to make disciples. It's, it's just awesome. Uh, Myanmar, we're so much turmoil because of the military takeover of the country and to help over there and to bring encouragement as well you know encouragement such a big thing so you know as as god starts he's he's setting this up with you and keith being based at the philippines there what that also does it's jim and keith is not just going to be in the philippines right teaching and training people but it's so much easier to go to Nepal, China, Myanmar, Pakistan, India, wherever God opens up any more doors from there than to travel multiple times from the from, U.S. From the US. Yeah. And Martha and I and you and Keith know how, how yeah. long that, that trip is. But uh, and, and Martha, I can't wait to get back overseas as well. But with y'all being there and, and being in close proximity to, you know, I, like India is an opportunity, we, we really – need to get you and Keith there to India. Yeah, you know, the Lord is doing an amazing work. Uh, The Spirit of God is moving in ways I haven't seen since I lived in China for for eight and a half years. There is a wave of people coming to faith in India, in the Philippines, in China, and the need for someone to go and come alongside our pastoral leaders in India to help them train. I mean, we're looking at something like 250 people already waiting. And these are leaders. We're not talking about just people who need like basic discipleship. These are, these are leaders who need to grow so that they can go back and uh, teach their churches or do massive evangelism in their unreached areas. And they're just begging us, uh, Ken, to come. And so um, I'm just 
want to say thank you to all those who, who support Love in Action because when you give, we're able to go. And to make the the most of that money, having us uh, strategically located already in that area means that the money you give can go further. We can more, make, make more trips every year to more of those pastors to encourage them and train them and see folks come uh, to faith. So it's just a, a, an amazing uh, opportunity. <laughs> and uh, our, our brother... Uh, Prasad uh, is really like begging us, please come to India, please, please, please. And of course, Christian uh, in Nepal is like, when are you guys going to come back? Right. So it's like, uh, well, if I could clone myself, uh, we probably, yeah, we, we could probably do it. But then there's a lot of people like, no, don't, don't clone, don't clone, don't clone Jim. <laughs> that, that would not be good. After our Zoom meeting and seeing all of our brothers there, we, all four of us, you, me, and Keith and Martha, were all ready to jump on a plane and go oh, to yeah. every country at one time. You know, oh, but, yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, obviously we're we're not God, and we can't be everywhere at one time. So, right. uh, um, but I, I will tell you this. It made me want to get a little sign and go, you know, where the parking lot of uh, Walmart is, south side, where oh, it comes. Yeah. I wanted to get a little sign. You know, we'll go on the mission field for money. Yeah. You know, <laughs> see, put a little hat out. You know, see See what we could drum up so we get there quicker. Uh, a bucket out, man. Yeah, oh, bucket. Let's sorry. Increase your faith there, brother. Yeah, well, thank you. That's what you're here for, Ken, to help me. Uh, but in all seriousness, it is so. Um, I used the word cool. I'm just old. I still use the word cool. I don't know if the people do anymore, but I do. It's, just, it's so cool what God is doing because. Uh, I, I was talking to Barbie Nolan uh, recently. She's the missions director at Covenant Methodist here here in Dothan, and and they're very mission minded locally as well as overseas. Martha and I were talking to her, and I was like, you know what's so cool is that right here from little old Dothan, Alabama, we can all be live out and be part of the Great Commission right. from Dothan because of what goes on right here. In Dothan, and a lot goes on. I mean, we're, we're seeing hundreds and hundreds of people every week and sharing the gospel with them, helping them with, with needs. And we're coming across more and more people who, single moms who don't have food in their, their cabinets for their children. And we show up and they're like, I just prayed. And look, mm-hmm. you know, I'm just, God's answering prayers. At, but, but then also, we get to proclaim the gospel and help those in need in other parts of the world. And right here from Dothan, you can be a part of that. Yeah. And I think that's exciting, and it's just, um, it, it's kind of just, it doesn't take much to blow my mind, I guess, but it's, it's mind-blowing to me that, you know, God keeps just putting all this together, and he has for over 24, for 24 years now. Yeah. He's been putting this together and building it locally, building it internationally, and I'm just, I'm just stoked, bro. I, I'm so excited <laughs> about what God <laughs> is doing, and, and I know he's got things planned that we have, we, we still don't have any idea about. Right. Yeah, you know, we make plans that we think he wants us to make, and we give them to him. He says, okay, God, you do whatever you want to do. <laughs> right. Well, it's just like you said right there in Acts, right? It says Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and then the, the milkman farm, right? The, yeah. the utter, uttermost <laughs> utter. parts. So, <laughs> the milkman farm. Yeah, okay. the uttermost. I'm writing that one down. Yeah. Well, I did study calcium anthropology in college, you know, about milkmen. About milkmen. Yeah, calcium anthropology, right, so. Where, where's that yeah. drop? Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> but it is a, an immense responsibility and um, an incredible opportunity. So um, we need your prayers out there. Whoever's in the listening proximity of our voices, don't take it lightly uh, about the power of prayer. We Last time we were in Nepal uh, with Ken and Martha, 
uh, in China and other places, we saw God do extraordinary things, miracles, uh, and etc. And we believe that that was the direct result of folks like you praying for us. Uh, giving, yes, that helps us go, but prayer really is the point at which you grab God's heart and say, we need you, we're dependent on you uh, in this situation to, to let these people see who you are so that they can know that you are the one true God and that you and you alone sent Jesus Christ to save them. So be praying for us. You know, we're trying to raise a thousand people that would be willing to pray for us once a week. And I think we're at about eight 800 and change right now. And so if you're out there and you hear my voice and you say, yes, I'll do that. I'll, I'll pray for Love and Actions, International Ministries. Uh, I'll pray for Jim and Keitha Lanley uh, as they do their work in the 1040 window. Uh, let us know. Send a little thing out and say, hey, we're, we're going to pray for them. And then that way we can know when we have our 1,000 folks or more. I'd love to have two, three, four thousand. Oh, yeah. But uh, just pray for us because we need it. Amen. Prayer, prayer is really the backbone of ministry, man. We got we to gotta have your prayers and, you know, it's just, again, it's just exciting what God is doing. And if you're listening and saying, wow, all this is going on. Yes, all of this is going on. And God, you know, he had this planned all along. And so we're, we're just excited. Jim and Keith will be in Southeast Asia. And we look forward to when we're able to go over there and, and see them and minister together. Have some plans. We'll, we're submitting that to God and let him see what, what he wants to do with that, too. We've just seen God do so much locally. Man, it's just been like every day. Yeah, it's awesome. Every day you're just seeing God moving people's lives and, and, and bringing encouragement to Because it's like I tell folks, just because they're homeless or you're poor doesn't mean you're not a believer. Right. You know, God brings that encouragement. And, and he shows just like that one single mom who was praying for the Lord, what do I do? I have no food for my children. And that day he sends us to her. It was like the second to the last home we went to. And she saw God answer her prayers. How encouragement! She's she's a believer. How encouragement it was that to her to go. God had heard me, and He cares because you know sometimes, especially when when you're lonely and a single mom with five kids, that's I mean, she's not lonely because she got the five kids. But you know what I mean? It, it's kind of like oh my gosh, the I, stress. Yeah, stress is out the roof. Yeah. But God said, "No, I got you. I'm with you." And so, you know, we're seeing people come to the Lord. We're seeing people following baptism. Uh, we're about to start up some new discipleship DM squared classes, and that's all. That's exciting. The kitchen projects about to come to fruition. That's we're amazing. Close, uh, <laughs> and what God's going to do through that's amazing. And then you look overseas what He's doing. Yeah, and it's exploding, man. And yeah, because <laughs> there's a lot of things we hadn't even touched on today that He's doing. Maybe come back next week and we can talk some more about that. Okay. But, um, man, we, we got to wrap this up. But I, I just want to reiterate what Jim said. Pray. Please pray. Pray for Jim and Keith. Pray for Martha and me. Pray for this ministry and everybody involved with it and everybody who we minister to. Just lift us up in prayer. And if you want to get involved, please, uh, uh, locally, you can volunteer with us at Love in Action. Just go on our website, loveinactionministries.com, and you can see our schedule on there. You can also give financially. We can't do any of this locally or internationally without finances. You, you just can't. 
And so if the uh, Lord puts it on your heart to give, puts it on your heart to be a monthly donor, you know, that right. consistent giving, and boy, it's such a blessing. Yes. And and if you want to give specifically for what Jim and Keith is doing, uh, if you go to, go on PayPal on our website, on our d- donation page on our website, you know, there's a little drop-down screen on PayPal, and you can choose for local, you can choose for international, you can choose Jim and Keitha. And, and that, that money goes into the work that, they, that they're doing if, when you choose them or whichever one you choose is going to go there. But um, j- just know you, you can you can give, and hey, as long as Uncle Sam gives you a tax deduction, you might as well take advantage of that part of it too. <laughs> right. But um, so, you know, just encourage you to be involved. Let's be involved. Let's be Great Commission Christians, and let's be a part of it. Be active in his work and active in studying and learning his word as well. And, and you can even come, come to Love and Action School of Discipleship where we have a doctor now who's, who's over, who <laughs> helps lead that, and Dr. Landley there. But, uh, and seriously, just be a part of what God's doing. It's exciting, and I will tell you, and Jim can tell you the same thing, from living not for Jesus to living with Jesus, man, there's no comparison. That's right. Living with Jesus, there's no better life and, and I, I used this recently Jim and we got to wrap it up we are running out of time but we were sitting in that coffee house in Kathmandu the trip was about over with and you held up your coffee and said man isn't it just such a born life being a missionary <laughs> <laughs> and here we are surrounded by the Himalaya mountains and just uh, nothing born about living for Jesus man. Yeah. and so I just encourage you if you if you don't know this Jesus we're talking about oh I'd love to tell you about him Jim would love to tell you about them. That's right. You, just reach out. Contact us, 334-494-4995, or you can email me at ken.tuck at loveinactionministries.com, or you can email Jim at jim.landley at loveinaction.com. Ministries.com. Ministries.com. Yeah, Thank you. There you go. <laughs> I'm, I'm a little new to this, it's remember. A, it's, a long, it's a long email. Yeah. Love uh, in Action Ministries. There you go. <laughs> but uh, so uh, Jim's going to be back with us next week. Uh, so I encourage you to join us next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, right? The Joy FM at ten thirty on Sunday. And just appreciate you again for joining us, Jim. Thank you for being here. Thank you. And I uh, just pray y'all all have a great week coming up. And know that Jesus loves you. Oh, he loves you so much. And I pray the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord cause his face to shine upon you and be gracious unto you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.